So I'm trying to wonder why I'm smelling Nesquik. Hey, you know what else I was smelling earlier? So I was cutting open batteries, and I could smell vinegar strong. All of us could. And I went, and by batteries, I don't mean like I was cutting open, open double A's. I was cutting open a pallet of car batteries. So like I had, the, they're, they're all shrink wrapped, so they don't go flying everywhere. So I was cutting that open. We could all smell vinegar like a motherfucker, and none of us could find out why. And like that's not the smell batteries make. Yeah. Like I've I've smelled my skin as it burned from acid. It don't smell like vinegar. Like even when it's like bare, it just smells like nothing. That's part of the problem with it. You get it on you and you feel yourself get wet. And then you're like, Why am I wet? <laughs> There's no rain. There was one time it's not raining. I was picking up a it it's a battery de- designed for trucks. It's two-handed. It's got two handles on either side, uh, rope handles, and you got to pull it. Anyway, I was lifting that with two people, and I, I set it down, and the caps were off of it because they'd lost the caps because they were reject rejects. And um, I put it down, and I felt my hands get wet, and I went, it's not raining. Fuck, I got to go wash my hands right now. You, what do you want me to read? Orcs that revere Bogroot. Might tend a stable war, might tend a, st- a stable of war bulls that carry them into combat. Oh God! Oh God! We're gonna meet works riding war bulls. Works. Works. Work. 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 We're just gonna get. <laughs> no, so, in typical fantasy, you ride mighty steeds. We're gonna mighty horses. We're gonna ride fucking cows. So, just so you know, for full disclosure, audience, um, normally Nick and I record this alone, but. Today, we have uh, our good friend Bro with us because we're going out drinking after this. Uh, Bro is also our dungeon master, so he is currently doing research because it takes him a while. (laughs) So if you hear someone talking in the background or moving books or trying to be distracting, I will be sure to yell at him. Uh, If you haven't heard the last episode that Bro sat in on. So you got crackers in your beard. <laughs> Could care less. Uh, but yeah, I was smelling. No, it's, you just moved it up your beard a little bit. <laughs> just try to flick it in his mouth off his beard. Anyway, uh, we um, we're Navi Tales. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to Navi Tales. I'm Josh. I'm Nick. And today we are going to be talking about Doom. <laughs> Doom. Doom. Uh, specifically the 2016 Doom game. Uh. Yeah, you have you played this? I no, I haven't played it. I keep meaning to. It's one of those. It's one of those. It's on like that invisible list of I'm gonna get there. I I should get there, but like it doesn't get done. I just I should get there for your Switch. I just rebought it. Is it still sixty? I wanted to buy it for my Switch too, but I really want to pay sixty for it. Yeah, I know. Because I did the research and I went. That was. I didn't care. Because I did the research, yeah, and I went, I heard. I just, that was a good it's game. Incredible. It really captures kind of what yeah, Doom was originally about. It's, it's incredible. Place. It really captures kind of what Doom yeah. was originally about, which was fast-paced first-person fast shooter game. game. I love it. And this game yeah, is like a very fast-paced first-person shooter, and I love it. Yeah, it like strips down a lot of the more unnecessary parts of first-person shooters, like the sprint button. Just go. It's just super. And just like. It makes up it's just super, super simple, simple gameplay, gameplay. And it's 
and it makes up for its super simple gameplay and its absolute badassery, you feel like the Doom Slayer, which is the character you play as. You feel like just this thing that has devoted its life to just killing demons. And it's great. And like, it's over the top violent and like, over the top stupid. But it's great. It's what Duke Nukem Forever. Or what was the game? Duke Nukem Forever? It's what Duke Nukem Forever should have been. Like, a very fast paced, over the top first person shooter. That's not too over the top. I think where Duke Nukem failed is it's way too over the top and the gameplay is atrocious. Oh, yeah. I. I own real quick while we're on talking about Duke Nukem because I I never talk about Duke Nukem. I'm low key a huge Duke Nukem fan. The games were a blast. I love Duke Nukem 3D and I just love cheesy one liners. So I own not not only do I own Duke Nukem Forever still. I own Duke Nukem Forever's collector's edition. So I have a bust of Duke in my bedroom. Um. Just and I'm very, very proud of owning that. It's an insane, insane dumb, dumb thing to have. It's insane, dumb thing to have. God damn it, do I own it? But uh, we're not talking about Duke Nukem. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> we're not talking about Duke Nukem today. We are going to be talking about Doom. And if you haven't played Doom. it, Nick, you've got to play this game. Uh, really? I will play it. And when if you haven't played it, Nick, you gotta play this the game. It really. On the Switch, uh, they had it on sale not too long ago for like forty bucks. Yeah. Good talk. What the, the Will Smith song? What the Will Smith song? Yeah. Switch. Anyways, um, the <laughs> only song, references aside, the only song I have stuck in my head right now is Havana because it plays all day at work. Havana Unana. It's my jam, dude. It's not bad. It's it's basically just the song. I know. I just sang the whole song. I know. It's catchy though. It's so catchy. Like holy shit catchy. I think it's just like I think the music itself makes up. Oh, like, yeah. Everything else makes up for the lyrics, lack thereof. Hell yeah. Next on our uh top ten list of pop songs at the moment, we're gonna be talking about the latest Taylor Swift songs. Yeah. Did did you that one about the boyfriend, dude? I don't <laughs> don't trash on my girl right now. I'm just kidding. You know, you know, I'm. I a have fan. nothing against Taylor Swift. You know, I'm a fan. Okay. Not only am I a fan, I'm a fan to the point where I looked into buying tickets to her concert, but I'm not paying a hundred dollars for nosebleeds at Gillette. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a conversation itself on just how ridiculous tickets are, ticket prices are being. Let's have it. Okay. <laughs> Every I, I feel like just like. Do you you think it's because, like, streaming music is becoming more popular? And, like, so they're not making as much sales from, like, people buying songs. So they raise their ticket prices. I mean, certain bands and artists have always had expensive uh, ticket prices. But uh, I just read an an article today that, like, iTunes isn't going to be accepting, like, new LPs anymore. Like, with, like... Yeah, because they want to push Apple Music and their streaming shit. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. As a person who still buys albums, like, that's kind of upsetting. Oh, see, I'm I'm way past buying albums. I just pay monthly for Spotify. I just stream all my music. Right. I I mean, I still, it's part of the, the collector in me. I won't 
I'll, I'll buy like the albums I give a shit about and everything else. I have a mass collection on my hard drive that I've just accumulated from everybody I've known that's ever taken music off my hard drive. Like, ever wanted to borrow music from me? Yeah. I just mass. I used I used to do that, but I don't. I I I, I did it like there was a big thing I did a while ago. Me and my friend, we would just collect. Like our favorite bands, we would just get all their disc- their entire discography. So it's right. like all my shelves. So now it's just a thing I keep up. Like whatever came, Fall Boy came out with a new album, I gotta buy it just because I need to have yeah. it for. You buy I have all the. You've albums. always bought physical as long as I've known you. Um. Yeah, but yeah, I think that's part of the reason why it's they're going I, up. I I wouldn't be surprised. I what I so I don't go to concerts like ever. But I went to one not too long ago, and I was astonished at the price of merchandise. That, that's, that's another one. Too. That was a thing I did a lot. It's fine. <laughs> it's just an iPad. It's fine. Oh, uh, I didn't need that. When I first started going, when I was younger, and I would always buy the tour shirt. Yeah. Um, with all the the dates on it or whatever. But yeah, they were always like forty bucks for a goddamn shirt. Like I went to go see In This Moment, uh, which is a band that I'm a fan of, and a friend had bought me tickets for my birthday. And they had uh, hockey jerseys. And if you know me, you know that I'm big into wearing hockey jerseys. Uh, I just enjoy them. This is the first day I haven't worn a hockey jersey in like a week. So I was like, oh, fuck. In this moment, has a hockey jersey. Like, that's cool. How much is it? It's like It was like 100 bucks, which isn't that crazy for a hockey jersey. Yeah, that's what you usually I pay usually for pay anywhere. that. But the quality was way... It was like a printed on hockey jersey. Oh. And yeah, like the I ones only, you have, the ones you have are really nice. I, I buy stitched hockey jerseys yeah. because they they last longer and they're higher quality. I'm like, I'm not gonna buy a printed on hockey jersey. Fuck that. Yeah. But I was just like, that's a lot of money for merchandise, and people bought it. Like, and I'm whatever. Oh, oh, teach yeah. their own. I don't give a shit. Yeah. But I prefer my qual my jerseys to be high quality. That's why I buy the ones I buy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they, yeah. Damn, I never bought that one. From, <laughs> I was talking about yesterday. Oh, the, the yeah, Super yeah. Nintendo one. Yeah, yeah. I buy a lot of my hockey jerseys from geekyjersey.com. Uh, they basically just put pop culture references on hockey jerseys, and it's a delight. Yeah, they're pretty, I have do- a, they're pretty dope. I have a Cthulhu one that's like Miskatonic University, and the back says Cthulhu, and the number on it's number 28, which is the year H.P. Lovecraft was born. Uh, I also have a, uh, I have a Guinness Brewery one. I have a Bruins one, because I'm a Bruins fan. And I have a... Uh, Mad Max one right now, uh, which I love. It's got uh, the name on the back is Emoden Joe, uh, and the number is V8, like the engine. But the, my favorite part about it is it's got uh, symbols on the side that look like the Pep Boy sponsorship. Yeah. But it's the War Boys. It's so cool. Yeah, <laughs> That's a, I was torn between that one and a Pennywise one when I was buying it, and that sold it for me. The like, Pep Boys. Uh, the War Boys, yeah. yeah. No, they they make really good. But yeah, the 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 merchandise at uh, concerts uh, was really expensive when I last went. I mean, it's I, it's always been expensive. It's always been expensive, but affordable, if that makes any sense. But like that was, it's that was I felt was absurd for the quality too. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's always been like forty for a shirt, and if they have like a jacket, sweatshirt, whatever, that's like sixty. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, but uh, now that we're done talking about concerts on our video game podcast, <laughs> yeah. let's talk about Doom, huh? Yeah. So a team of UAC researchers has spent years on Mars developing technologies for interdimensional exploration after the discovery of an infinite source of energy that they call ardent energy. 
The only kicker, and what most people don't know, is that this energy comes from hell itself. I love the sentences I just said. <laughs> just harnessing hell for power on Mars. That was, like, always been my favorite part. You fought demons on Mars. Yeah. It just is. On Mars. It's just, like, the two dopest things you just wanted to just, like, kid. hyper absurd. Yeah, it's just, like, fight monsters, fight demons in space. Uh, led by Dr. Samuel Hayden, former chairman of the UAC, they built a giant device to extract energy from hell, filter it, and make it usable for humans. This device was called the Ardent Tower. However, Hayden ended up with fatal brain cancer by working with all this ardent energy as close as he was. This resulted in his consciousness being transferred into a cybernetic body. But this didn't stop the good doctor's research as he made multiple excursions into hell just to get demons to experiment on. Because that's safe. Just take these creatures. He and is poke like them. in the in the game. Uh, Hayden is like a seven foot tall robot, like lanky cybernetic robot. He's massive. It's kind of fucking cool. Yeah, it sounds kind of dope. Hayden is like a an interesting character. He's just fucking this huge ass dude. Yeah, but he, he's like this brilliant scientist who like talks in this really deep voice. <laughs> The I'm, ardent energy. I'm gonna probe you now. <laughs> yeah, he like talks in this really deep voice. He's not like your typical mad scientist doctor. He's like fucking like a real scientist. He's yeah, just yeah. like, I'm not done researching yet. And has his consciousness <laughs> transferred into a fucking robot. You can't keep me down. Uh so the effects of hell couldn't be held back. Some staff members, specifically Dr. Olivia Pierce would be shown as vulnerable to the power of demons. Um, Dr. Pierce oversaw the transformation of the UAC into a regiment, uh, regimented cult dedicated to the worship of demons, and um, this also helped with their plan. Because why make this? We just had a cult. Yeah. You get demons, you get space, you get cults. Oh, it's, it's fucking awesome. Like, what I need to tell you, by the way, is all this crazy shit we're saying... Just, like, overlay a heavy metal soundtrack to oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because that's the soundtrack to this Doom game. <laughs> Which is fantastic. It is, like, this hard metal soundtrack. It's such a good soundtrack. It fits so perfectly. Um, so, she was planning on using the Arden Tower and, by extension, the Arden Energy um, itself to rip a permanent hole open to hell. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just outrageous like i just like need as the you gotta travel through that permanent hole on like like a like a like the like the viking not the viking the uh the grease chariot being pulled by like a pegasus while playing like a metal riff see i was thinking more going down the line of uh like uh what is that game uh with jack black uh brutal brutal legend where, like, you're in this fantasy land of metal, and you're just, like, ride a chopper all over this fantasy land, and you have two weapons, a battle axe, and a guitar. <laughs> Dude, Brutal Legend was such a great game. So you would say two axes? Oh, yeah, that was the, that was the joke. Yeah. And, like, Jack Black voices the main character, which was perfect. Ozzy Osbourne is, like, a regular appearance. I believe Lemmy was even in it. Lemmy from Motorhead. Oh, of course he was. Like, it was such a great game. The only problem with that game is about halfway through it, they implement a tower defense mechanic. 
which was kind of shit. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where they really lost me. But up until that point where it was like a hack and slash kind of like God of War-esque game, I was like, this is the fucking best. <laughs> I am so in. I was so into this game. You have no idea. And then that happened and I went, oh, okay. <laughs> All right, I guess. Brutal Legend is great. We're going to talk about it someday. I've I've just decided, by the way, <laughs> we're going to talk about Brutal Legend on this podcast. I can't wait. Um, during the expeditions into hell, Dr. Hayden found an artifact known as the Helix Stone. This stone told him a lot about the things that hell believed, uh, functioning as kind of like hieroglyphs. Uh, the big thing he gathered, though, was the existence of the Doomslayer, a, fear, a feared and loathed warrior hated for his destruction of vast numbers of demons across eons of time. <laughs> um, finding the warrior entombed in a sarcophagus, Hayden took the Slayer back to Earth as a failsafe for if demons invaded. His paranoia came in handy because Olivia unleashed a hell wave, which helped a bunch of demons break into Mars. Let me set up the first 10 minutes of doom for you. You awaken on a table, which is the bottom of the sarcophagus, chained to it with demons everywhere. You break the first chain, smash a demon's head into the side of the sarcophagus, break the other one, and then punch your way to your Praetor suit. Oh, you get a gun, and then you just can shoot every... You get a pistol from something. Like, you just, like, wake up, and you're chained, and you, like, you see the demons coming, and he just pulls, pulls a brakes one, and grabs a skull and slams it into the side. It's just, like, whole, like, from the top, I went... I think I'm going to like this game. <laughs> I think I'm in. I got a big thing for over-the-top games. I don't know why, but I've always liked games that are very self-aware of how ridiculous they are. Oh, yeah. that's They're always fun when they I, do that. I, it's amazing. And, like, Doom knew what it was and knew what audience it was playing to. At least the most recent one did. Yeah, I think that's why it worked so well. Yeah, and it's it's got tight controls and it's a good game, too. Yeah, yeah. But it's fucking... So great. Um, so the Doom Slayer awakens with a with the invasion in full swing and immediately reclaims uh, the Predator suit so he can fight. Uh, he can figure out how to stop the invasion. Meanwhile, Hayden tries to control the Slayer's actions to make sure he does the things that uh, that he wants. While Olivia continues to try and open a portal to hell, the Doom Slayer fights his way through the facility and and even pops into hell a couple of times. Uh, he ends up stealing a blade called the Crucible, which he uses to destroy the portal's power source. He then confronts Pierce, who has become the spider mastermind. Yeah, she's just like a giant spider lady. Because why not? Dude, all right, let me tell you one part. So you're trying to uh, stop the flow of ardent energy to the Arden Tower. Uh, and then Hayden is like, okay, here's how you remove the... Because he's talking to you this whole time. He's like, all right, here's how you remove the things. And then Doomslayer just kicks it. And then he's like, what are you doing? That was years of research. Don't, don't do what I know you're about to do. And then Doomslayer just kicks the shit off. So, like, there was no flow to it, but he broke the whole thing. He does it three times. And at the end of it, Hayden's like, you've ruined me. You've destroyed decades of research just now. It's just like... You can hear the sadness in his voice. He's like, I, you've just destroyed everything. It's all ruined. <laughs> and like the Doomslayer don't give a shit because he just wants to kick shit. He just wants to punch it in the face. <laughs> uh, 
uh, using the sword, he uh, also murdelates her. That was that was my take on that. Yeah, I I noticed. Um, as as the Tomb Slayer returns to Mars, Hayden confiscates the crucible, which he plans to use to continue uh, his research. Earth is still in desperate need for energy after after all of this, uh, so he wants to he wants to keep researching because of that. Uh, to prevent Doomslayer from interfering any further, Hayden teleports him to an undisclosed location using the tethering device and sends that and says that they will meet again. It's great. I I know this is one of our shorter kind of lore bits. They can't all be fucking giant. Everything can't be Kingdom Hearts. Everything can't be Kingdom Hearts and Nazi zombies. <laughs> uh, but even though it's one of our shorter lore bits. I still love it because it's still like even with what we've read, it's fucking over the top. Oh yeah, it is. It's it's great, and you can like the demons you fight are great, and and I didn't even talk about the mechanic. It's it's a fast paced game, but if you melee certain things while they're glowing, which everything glows at one point. I, let me set that up. It's not like certain enemies glow; everything glows at one point. If you melee them during that, you'll like do an animation so it'll be like pulling an eye out and stuffing it in its stomach mouth like crazy things like that it's worth your time it's just like finish him yeah dude it's it's really it's over the top is why i like mortal Kombat, and this game just fills that void yeah but yeah, i definitely definitely need to play it at some oh, point oh god yeah nick you, like i said it's been on my radar since like it came out i just haven't gotten around to it yeah you gotta play this fucking game it's so great and like i'm just bummed that they didn't come out with an amiibo for it that would dope like the fucking little doom guy I'd, I'd want it to be the cover of like the doom guy standing on top of a mountain of demons with a gun tell me that wouldn't have been amazing yeah i don't know if it would have been like that big or that extensive but maybe just the guy yeah, like just, just the way he looks in that. Yeah, it would have been fucking incredible. But because we have a shorter episode as far as our lore content's concerned, we thought we would go over the latest Nintendo Direct that came out today as of this recording. Yeah. Yeah, we're recording on the day that... uh, Literally two uh, hours. <laughs> yeah, two hours ago a Nintendo Direct happened. Uh, and we, we watched most of it after the fact. Um... We just kind of, like, skipped through the stuff we didn't really get, care about. But. So, uh, we can go through the stuff that we don't care about. I have a list of everything they've gone through. Okay. I've, I've brought up everything. But we're going to start from the top, even though we may, be, may or may not give a shit about it. Yeah. Uh, so, we begin with the Nintendo 3DS. I automatically don't give a shit, because I don't own one. But uh, the first game they talked about was WarioWare Gold. Um... It's the biggest title in the series as far as micro games are concerned. If you're not familiar with the Warrior War series, uh, it's uh, a micro games thing. Basically, it's a game made up of very, very small games. Yeah. Um, more like uh, challenges. Uh, each game's about five seconds long, uh, and you have to get through enough of them to beat the challenge, whatever. Warrior War is great. Uh, but they, this game is launching on August 3rd with... 300 micro games in it. It's insane. Which is fucking absurd. Uh, that's a not that is a not an okay amount, but <laughs> it it's the the games are great. I I've played most of the WarioWare games in my time. I bought WarioWare micro um micro games, which was the first one uh for the Game Boy Advance. 
on launch day. I've always been a big fan of Wario as a character. I played all the Wario Land games too. Yeah, I'm. I've never actually played the. I think I played the Warrior games, Warrior Wear games here and there, but I've never actually like purchased them myself and owned them. But they always seem like ridiculous, over the top, and fun. Yeah, it, it's it's just crazy, and you end up with there's some really cool characters in it too. Uh, the next game on the list of Nintendo 3DS games uh, is Dylan's Dead Heat Breakers, which is an action tower defense game for your me character. Your friend's me character can join your team as gunners, which is kind of cute. Uh, they have a demo coming out on May 10th, with the full game coming out on May 24th. Uh, we just kind of skipped through that one. Um, yeah. It, it looked cute. Yeah. It's like, it's just a tower defense game. Yeah. Uh, with the shtick of not only can you play it as your me, but your friends can be your gunners, which is just kind of cute. Yeah. Uh, the next is Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story. Uh, in it, you switch between Bowser uh, as a whole and Mario and Luigi inside of Bowser. Uh, this had already been released before. Yeah, I actually do. I st- I might still own this. I think I still do own it. I played this on my DS. Yeah, but the this release of it will have a new Bowser Junior story to tell through his eyes during the whole thing. I mean, I guess it just seems weird to me that they're remaking it for like the 3DS when it was a DS game already. I don't yeah, know. it's being launched in 2019. Maybe time will make that weirdness fade. Maybe. I don't know when it came out the f- like the first time. Uh when it was originally released. It was I guess it was originally released in two thousand nine, so it's almost been ten years, I guess. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't know. It's like time is passing so fast. It will be ten years at release, Nick. I just like I don't know. It's still weird that it it's getting a remake. Nick. It was 10 years ago. Okay, well... <laughs> it's been a decade since that game was a, a thing. Okay, so? You're, we're old. I, don't, I still don't think it needs a remake. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it might not, but... Uh, next up on the list is uh, one of my personal favorites in the whole mix, is uh, Detective Pikachu. <laughs> now, a lot of people are weirded out by Detective Pikachu. If you don't know why, watch the trailer. We'll wait. Wasn't that some fucked up shit? <laughs> Shouldn't he not be talking? Yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah. Except it's amazing. <laughs> Holy shit, I did not know I wanted fucking Pikachu going, use quick attack, and then walking really slowly across the carpet and going, did I do good? <laughs> like, it's yeah, that, amazing. Yeah, that was pretty great. It's amazing. I, this game is a gift that will continue to give forever. <laughs> I am never going to play it. But I'm going to buy the Amiibo that got announced for it. Uh, pre-orders are, av- are available, and it launches on March 23rd. Uh, and I'm going to buy the fuck out of that Amiibo. I don't even need a Pikachu Amiibo for anything. But I'm about to shit out of it. Yeah. It's a big boy, too. Yeah, dude. It's, like, bigger than the traditional Amiibo. It's a yeah. big fucker. Yeah. Um, next up is a Luigi Mansion port for the 3DS. Classic GameCube game has been remade for the 3DS. The mansion's map will be displayed on the bottom screen. Uh, there's also a boss rush mode. And it's going to launch later this year. Why didn't they just port that to the Switch? What? Why didn't they just port that to the Switch instead? Um, I think they're still trying to sell 3DSs. That's what I'm saying. I, I recently took my 32 gigabyte SD card out of my 
my uh, my 3DS and put it in my Switch because I was like, I really have no use for it being in my 3DS anymore because I I really don't know what's going to come out that's going to make me use my 3DS again. Like, yeah, they're honestly. done. The only thing that I could possibly think of is Detective Pokemon. Detective Pikachu. Is po- <laughs> You're going to play Detective Pikachu. <laughs> I was going to say it's Pokemon, but they're not making main series Pokemon games for the 3DS anymore. They're going to the Switch. Right. So... Pretty sure my uh, 3DS is getting retired. I bought a uh, 128 gig micro SD card because he reminded me I could put those in my Switch. Uh, so I bought one of those. So my Switch is a fucking beast now. Yeah. <laughs> I just redownloaded all my games. Um, and uh, speaking of the Switch, we're going to head over to that console, huh? Uh, switch on over the Switch. Again, I think it's important to just say again, this has become my all-time favorite console. Oh, and it really this has. latest Direct doesn't change that it yeah. only reinforces it so the first game they talk about is the game that is coming out the soonest uh which is kirby star allies which i can't fucking wait for uh in it you can now they just announced today you can bring king ddd meta knight and bandana waddle d on your journey as, as w- friends as well as like the 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 animal friends from like Dreamland Two. Yeah, there will be more Dream friends in the future. Uh, some of them are Rick, Kine, Koo, Marks, and Gooey. Uh, they'll be the first friends available in a post-launch update on March twenty-eighth. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just all about it. Just yeah, all I all about this game. I think I'm gonna pick it up. I have a, I have such a love for Kirby games. Yeah, games. you always have. You've had a soft spot for Kirby and uh, little puffball. I played the demo for this game uh, a couple days ago. And goddamn, did it just bring a smile to my face? Yeah, it's so adorable, and it looks great. And I just like the the combining powers of just like I was like Rock Kirby, and I had an ice friend with me, and he turned me into a curling, uh, like a cur, like a curler from like the yeah. Olympics, and just sent me flying and like that's fucking cool, barreled through shit. And like the I like I don't know. I tried looking this up real quick, but I don't know. I guess it's been a thing in like recent, more recent Kirby games, but I've missed the last couple ones. But like I picked up Fighter Kirby like right before a boss fight, and immediately did the Hadouken input, and he did it, and I was like, "What?" Like I just did it out of like curiosity, because like I feel like whenever there's like a fighting thing, anything to do with Ryu in a game, like if you do it in Smash Brothers, he does like. So you straight up Hadoukened. Yeah, if you using do- the Hadouken input from Street Fighter. Yeah, fucking cool. Yeah, and you can uh, do the other one, the Shoryuken, but that's not an input. You just hold up oh. and attack. I mean, that's still fucking dope. But like, like I said, I I tried looking it up real quick because I don't remember that in the older ones. Not being me able either. to do that, but I think I saw that in like the last couple of 3DS ones, which I didn't play. Um, you could do that, but I was like, dope. That's pretty neat. Uh, the next thing we're going to talk about real quick is Okami HD being released in summer 2018. Uh, having never played Okami, this will probably be what I played on. Uh, it uses either the touchscreen or the Joy-Con's motion control to draw, uh, because drawing is very important in the Okami, or paint. Yeah. Uh, it's very important in Okami, so you'll be able to use it both, uh, on the television and mobily. Yeah. It's a, a good idea for a port. Yeah, uh, I thought so too. Um, the next game is Octopath Traveler, which you expressed interest in because you like Jerpage. Yeah, I like those Jerpage. Uh, two new characters have been introduced. Uh, Tressa the Merchant, who can give items to people, and Alfin the Apothecary, uh, who looks to heal those who are suffering. He can get information from people others can't. Uh, 
So jobs in battle can now be equipped specifically for fights. You can equip the gen the dancer job with the merchant Tressa to expand your battle prowess, and the official release date is on July thirteenth. Yeah, uh, I played the demo for this too on the Switch, and I like the the art style and like the appeal of like multiple main characters, and like it seems like you just pick one and they go through their story, whatever. And I like JRPGs, so I might pick it up. I haven't decided yet, but I liked what I played so far. Uh, next, uh, probably because none of us have anything to say about No More Heroes, because neither of us have ever played them or really expressed much of an interest in it. Yeah. Uh, I'll just read this. Uh, Travis Strikes Again, No More Heroes. Each game has has a boss at the end. You can play co-op with the Joy-Con to partner with the infamous Badman. I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> I don't know what any of those words mean, but somebody out there might. Someone at Newsweek did. Um, <laughs> now... I think we are getting to the most important part of this. Yes. Dark Souls Remastered. Yes, which we have thoroughly expressed our uh, excitement for in the, since the last direct. And it has literally only gotten more exciting. <laughs> so a network test will come soon to give players a taste of the game, uh, and the release date for uh, the game and what I'm going to be talking about next is both on May 25th. And the best part, and the most important part, is they announced that Solaire of Astora um is getting his own amiibo which is and fucking if, fantastic and if you use it you get the praise the sun gesture i'm in i need all this incandescent glory please oh god that's awesome jolly cooperation i can't fucking wait uh, dude i am there's no way i'm not buying like you saw my reaction he <laughs> There's no way I'm not buying a we solar watch, amiibo. We were watching it off my phone in the kitchen, and as soon as they like the image of like the amiibo popped up, he slammed his hand so hard on the kitchen counter and like screamed, "No!" <laughs> like it scared his mom. <laughs> yeah, my mom was in the room. And she's like, "What's going on?" I was just like, "Solar is gonna be an amiibo." She's like, "That's nice. It's nice. Good for you." And then I was like, "Don't placate me, mom." <laughs> Uh, but, oh my god, there's no way in fucking hell I'm not buying a Solar Amiibo. Yeah. No, same. And the game looks good, too. And, and I'm gonna buy the shit out of the game, too, but yeah. I'm probably gonna download the game. Because I've just been buying most of my games as downloads on my Switch. Uh, so, next we have uh, Mario Tennis Aces. Uh, they talk a lot about the rules, but I'm not gonna go into that. Yeah, this is a very long part of the direct like it went on for like significantly longer than everything else and we did not uh, watch it <laughs> yeah some of the confirmed characters for it are peach daisy boo bowser donkey kong uh chomp which i'm assuming is chain chomp yoshi for whatever reason this guy decided to spell with two eyes um rosalina toadette and toad all confirmed as characters uh there's a lot of different kind of rules for it uh but i don't i don't know uh, <laughs> this is like a story mode online tournaments will reward players with clothes and even new characters koopa troopa was suggested as one of them because he has a silhouette on the screen uh june 22nd is the release date a pre-launch tournament will allow for players to try it out before the game's release at a later date so if you're real into the mario tennis games by all means check it out it seems like this game is way more in-depth than the other ones <laughs> yeah. holy fucking shit yeah like nintendo's trying to sell this bitch yeah and like i support it if that's what you're into um Next, we have uh, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, uh, which is being re-released for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, some Super Mario Odyssey levels are added to this version, like New Donk City, which is cool. 
Uh, you can do the sharing uh, Joy-Cons for local co-op, which is pretty neat. Uh, there's also a 3DS coming uh, without a release date for the 3DS version, uh, but the Switch version is being released on July 13th. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense because, uh, again, it was a Wii U game and we all know how those did. Yeah, so, uh, so. They're, they're basically, if they did any good at all, they're being re-released for the Switch. Yeah, which I make sense. Support I 100%. <laughs> yeah. Um, they had a brilliant trailer for Undertale coming to the Switch, but there was no release date, really no other information other than Undertale. It was a trailer of Papyrus and Sans talking. Yeah. Uh, which, I mean, if you know me, I like Undertale. It's a great game. Yeah. Good port. Uh, the next one, this was a, a weird one to me. It's actually still a weird one to me. Uh, the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy is coming to the Switch. Oh, yeah. For, yeah. It's a little weird, because it's like a Sony. Sony property. Yeah, it's a Sony so property. It's a Sony IP. But, I mean, hey, power to them. I mean, that, I mean, it just shows, like, how much third-party people want to be on the Switch. And yeah, I think that's absolutely. fantastic. And it's exactly what Nintendo needed. More right. third-party support and the fact that I can move this console wherever I want. Right. I'm fucking in. Uh... Yeah, I, I'm I'm very happy that for the for the sheer idea of it being on there, I will not be buying this because we already have our reservations about this trilogy. Yeah, oh, no, no, you're right. I, Before, I'm not gonna buy it again. But I fully support the the notion of putting it on there because yeah. of the the third party support. Like I, like I said with like when they did when they announced Skyrim, like these big companies putting it on the Switch and then like fucking Dark Souls and then like yeah and but and like also like again with Dark Souls like adding Amiibo support. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Which is just great because like, I get to use my amiibos more. I get I fucking Solar. <laughs> so goddamn layer. He's going on my link. He's going on my Legend of Zelda shelf. He's going in the middle of my yeah, Legend I was gonna of say, Zelda. He's shelf. gonna go in the middle. Hell yeah, he is. Um, uh, the next thing that they announced was Little Nightmares, uh, complete edition. Complete edition comes with two separate stories. All past DLC will be included in this version. Weirdly enough, the only amiibo support for it is Pac-Man. <laughs> yeah, and you get some hood. You get uh you get an exclusive outfit that makes your hood look like uh the Pac-Man head. Which like weird choice, but <laughs> why not? I guess. Sure. Uh this was a weird one. Uh South Park the Fractured But Hole. Again, just fantastic. Which I guess now that I think about it more it makes more sense because Ubisoft and Nintendo made Mario and Rabbids, so yeah. they're probably like getting really getting buddy, real tight, getting real tight. But uh, yeah, I fully support South Park on <laughs> on anything. I played a little bit of the Fractured Butthole. Um, I, I didn't play it nearly as much as I should have, mostly because I forgot I owned it after it was released. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I'm probably gonna pick it up again for my Switch and play it on my Switch again. My my lifestyle at the moment is a lot more mobile, so so it really fits into my lifestyle more if it it's mobile too. My PlayStation, I, I use as a home entertainment system more than anything at this point. Yeah. I just don't have the time. Uh, Hyrule Warriors got a... De the Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition finally got a release date, which is May 18th. Thank fucking God. Yeah, we'll be picking that up. I will buy the shit out of that. Uh, Splatoon 2 got, uh, is getting a version 3.0, which is coming late in April. It will be adding 100 new pieces of gear, three new stages. Rank X is coming. It is a higher rank than S+. Uh, the Octo expansion is coming as paid DLC. You'll play as Agent 8, who looks like uh, an Octoling. There are eight test facilities to explore. Uh, new story, shed light on characters. Finish this expansion, and you'll be able to become an Octoling in online matches. It releases in uh, summer 2018 for 20 bucks, Or 19 dollars I rounded up. Fuck you. 
Uh, and then finally, finally, they announced a new Super Smash Brothers game. Uh, and do we th- okay? They didn't. Do we think it's new? I think, or do we think it's a the old one with an update? I think it's gonna be new. I hope it's gonna be new. All they showed was the Inklings are in it, and and uh, Link, Bre- Breath of the Wild Link is yeah, in it. Yeah, Link looks like Breath of the Wild Link. Uh, it is, and the only thing we know for release date is this year. Right. 2018. Um, but like going off that, it could easily be like the old one with an update. They could easily throw in the Inkling kids and give Link a new skin because he already has Fierce Deities as a skin. So he could, he could, they could easily throw him like, like he has a, he has a Breath of the Wild skin. Yeah, they could. Um, I'm hoping it's a new game. I think it'd be a lot more fun if it was a new game. I wouldn't be surprised I think if, if it was. They, if it I, was a new game, we'd we it'd be it'd be open to more ca- new characters than just. I mean, these we don't. Two. We don't know if that's going to be the limit. They released yeah, the characters like pretty spread out for uh, the last Super Smash Brothers. That roster's going to be fucking huge. Well, if everyone comes back, I hope everybody comes back. Uh, I just hope the PK kids are back. I Ness mean, is never not going to be in it. Yeah, but I, I think the, the core, yeah, the core like original. Anyone who was in the original Super Smash Brothers is gonna come back. Yeah, uh, so I know Ness is gonna be in it, but I just hope Lucas is in it again. I just want everybody to come back because like I want them to keep like Cloud and Ryu and like I want to keep it like the oddballs. Yeah, it'd be cool to play as Bayonetta. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. I'm definitely gonna keep my eye on it because Super Smash Bros is amazing. Yeah, I will buy that. Whenever it comes out, I will no buy matter. any Super Smash Bros. Yeah, game. even if it is the old one again, I'll buy it again. Yeah, I'll buy any fucking Smash Bros. game that they throw my way. Smash Bros. is just it's great, just fun. It's fun. We can still use our GameCube controllers with it. Yeah, because the the if the adapter will work on the dock. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, you're right. I still have my adapter. I I mean I'm fine not using my GameCube controller, but I mean if there's a lot if I play with a lot of people I like yeah, using the I GameCube controllers. But if I'm by myself, yeah, it doesn't matter. But I just meant for like a gathering of people. Oh yeah, GameCube controllers. Are... Dude, you know what should happen when this game comes out? We should just have a Smash Bros. night. We should just like go to someone's place like when we were 15. So and go to Andrew's house. Go and to Andrew's house and just play Smash. So Bros. So many all people night. Will, be, will be there playing Smash Bros. and we'll like fucking hate each other at the end of it uh, yeah <laughs> every time we played smash bros we'd get into fights though even like when we were like in college oh man who like you and i are pretty good at smash bros but we'd like play with andrew and and sean and they'd just suck <laughs> andrew would get real mad at it like yeah but you and i just like pushed shit in it was it, every time we did stock it just came down to you and i yep but yeah, that was uh that was the Nintendo Direct. That was the Nintendo Direct. Uh now, like we like to end every episode, we can make this a little bit quicker because we did spend a lot of time talking about not video game lore. Yeah. But um uh what you been playing, dude? Uh I'm just gonna talk about actually I'm gonna talk about two things. One, I did my my season nine placement matches for Overwatch just because Oh yeah. I, huh? I was I had an Overwatch itch. No, dude. I played most of it as Diva for some reason and I pushed shit in. I, I Diva's great. I know. I, I know she's not hard to play, but I did. I did pretty well. And I played Tracer a lot too. If I couldn't play Diva, um, but I have. I picked up recently, and I've been playing a lot of. I've uh, been playing a lot of Celeste. 
on my Switch. Yeah, you you said something about that. Uh, it's great. Is it? Yeah. Uh, if you don't know what Celeste is, it's because for some reason everybody and their mother's been talking about it and you haven't heard. It's a, it's a platforming game, kind of similar to Super Meat Boy. Um, basically, you're 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 the, this girl and you're climbing a mountain, and it deals um a lot with uh depression, specifically like anxiety. Interesting. And uh, stuff like that. There's uh, I'm not gonna talk. I know it's super new, so I'm not gonna go into specifics a lot. I kind of want to do a an episode on it. Uh, it'd probably be yeah, a sh- you added it to our list of topics. Yeah, it'd probably be a shorter one like this one, but I still think it'd be interesting to talk about. But there, there's a cool, there's a there's a cool part where the char- the main character has a panic attack, and um, they they make it into like a calming yourself down. They turn it into like a game mechanic. Oh, interesting. At, at that point, it was really cool. But the cool thing I want to talk. Uh, See, I just take drugs. The, th- <laughs> the thing I want to talk about was there's ob- there's obviously like collectibles. So one of the collectibles are like are like these big uh hearts. So there's one part where you're in a you're in a room like a very fairly narrow vertical room and if you climb to the top, you can see a heart up above you, but if you jump to it, you like don't reach it. So in the bottom corner, there's a there's a white panel. And when I say white panel, I want you to think Super Mario Brothers 3. Like okay. the, the background panels. Yeah, yeah. So if you stand on top of it and hold down, you go behind it like in Super Mario Brothers. And you can, in the background, actually. Oh, that's has neat. has a cliffs to 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 reach the top. So they, I was like, it's a nice little Super Mario Brothers. Uh, yeah, that's neat. Wink. But yeah, this game is great. I highly recommend picking it up. It's only like twenty bucks. Yeah, I'm, I might have to. Uh, I like games that deal with serious topics in an interesting way. Uh, speaking of which, um, I'm going to talk about a couple things. Uh, I was with our mutual friend Sam the other day. And she made me play the first chapter for, uh, the fuck was the game? It was just in my head. Life is Strange? Yep. That one. Yep. She made me play the first chapter of Life is Strange. Holy I, shit! I actually, I keep meaning to tell her that she needs to play Oxenfree. Oh yeah, she does. Um, because she really liked Life is Strange and, uh, but yeah. And, and having never played it before, she, she literally like sat me down, put an Xbox controller in my hand and said, play it. Uh, and oh my god, that was pretty amazing. I played the first chapter. I haven't played any more yet, and I own it for my PlayStation. I've owned it forever now. But oh my god, that game's great. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I was just like, wow, this is way more interesting than I thought it was. Yeah, that's, and that's this... basically the same reaction I had because I have it free too, and I was bored one day and I decided to play it, and I really enjoyed it. And the soundtrack is like top tier. Yeah, <laughs> like holy shit, like it's all like cool hipster music that I'm into. Yeah, like, if, if, I knew, I recognized some of the bands. I was like, oh, wow. Why would Alt-J end up on this soundtrack? <laughs> That's weird to me. Uh, yeah, if you ever get around to finishing it, we should definitely talk about it. I'd love to, yeah. I, I really want I really want to finish it. Um, I've been playing a lot of Payday 2, uh, just because I'm me. Uh, and Bayonetta, I'm finishing up. Uh, Payday 2 is just fucking amazing. So fun. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, that's, that's about all I've been playing is a, a little bit of Payday 2, uh, a little bit of Bayonetta and Life is Strange kind of put me in a weird mindset. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, real quick before we end, uh, we want to go into the new corner that we have of our podcast where we talk about Dungeons and Dragons. Um, our last session was cut very short. Yeah. Uh, we only got about two hours in. Uh, usually we play, we play Dungeons and Dragons the night before. We record this, and uh, the 
night before we got a pretty nasty snowstorm. It was a nor'easter snowstorm. So like a lot of snow didn't fall, but the actual like being outside during it was a mess. We had to cut it short because Nick lives not far away by most people's standards, but a decent 20 minutes away on the highway. Uh, so he needed to kind of beat the storm home. Uh, and um, we can go through what we did in that time. Uh, most of it was uh, our, the messenger that gave us our letters to send us on this mission. Grok came to us with a he, Grok the Orc who sang the greatest song on his way. <laughs> Holy shit. Our DM, I helped for two years edit all of his papers because this motherfucker cannot write. And he wrote the greatest song I've ever heard for Grok. I am so damn proud. I loved it. It was amazing. So Grok came to us and uh, gives us a note. He he claimed that the Yeti, the Yeti we killed at the end of last session probably killed the guards, but he wasn't super convinced of that himself. Uh, Casey and I, uh, our, our friend Casey, checked the Yeti. So we cut it open and just kind of dug around its insides. Uh, Casey kept the testicles because she's a woman trying to be a man. Uh, I kept the heart because at some point I'm going to do something with it. I haven't decided what. And our elf ranger decided to uh, skin the motherfucker and now has a Yeti pelt. She rolled a nat 20 plus like four. She has like a perfect pelt from this Yeti. Uh, so we, we buried the Yeti in the snow and, and kind of spread it around. Uh, and then we were on our way headed towards the clearing that the Yeti came, had come from. Because now we're trying to find the guards that we think the Yeti killed. Uh, and that's about as far as we made it in our session. Yeah. The reason I want to talk about it is because, uh, I don't know, about an hour, maybe less into our session, the fucking power went out. Yep. And rather than, like, canceling there, uh, we played Dungeons and Dragons by Candlelight, and it's maybe one of my favorite experiences <laughs> in my life. Yeah, it's pretty dope. It was really great. I got a picture. I, should, I, I threw it up on my personal Instagram, but I should throw it up on our Instagram. Uh, it was pretty amazing. I was super excited about the whole experience. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, that's, about, that's about what we got. Nick's uh, sorcerer swears a lot. <laughs> He's just like real sick of this shit and just swears at everything. Yeah. Which I love. I like offended or like. Yeah, you the- offended Grok. Yeah, he was like taken aback by my language because he was like, what happened? And I was just like, we killed a goddamn Yeti. <laughs> he was like, oh my. Oh, uh, it's great. But yeah, that was uh, about all we got from our last session, uh, unfortunately. Uh, but next session, we'll definitely have a full session and we'll have more to tell you about. Uh, that's all I got. Um, check us out on social media. We are on both Instagram and Twitter at Navi underscore Tales. Again, that is at Navi underscore Tales. Uh, send us pictures of your favorite thing from the latest Nintendo Direct. Um, yeah. And if you ask me what mine is, it's Solaire. <laughs> uh yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, go uh tell your friends about us. Tell you tell, tell your anybody, friends, tell, tell your teachers, tell strangers tell on the parents. street. Um don't talk to strangers, kids. No, 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 talk to strangers. <laughs> that's how you make new friends. I um uh real quick, I just want to talk about it again because uh today reminded me of it. I got my PAX ticket in today. Uh we we're going to be at PAX East uh 2018 uh on the Saturday. So 
We'll be there. We'll be there. If you uh, are interested in meeting uh, up with us, uh, uh, message us on social media. Yeah. So, uh, would it be nice to meet some fans? Yeah, I'd love to. Uh, and then you'd be able to see our faces because uh, I don't think you've ever seen us. Nope. We should post the selfie. Nope. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, so, uh, until next time, we'll see you then. Bye. Love you. I'm not going to write it down either, because then I don't want then I got to read it. Yeah, dude, homebrew. Yeah. It's a fucking Yeti. Who the fuck smells like hot chocolate here? What? Am I having a stroke? Why do I smell hot chocolate? I don't know. I smell your vape. Yeah, but that doesn't smell like hot <clears throat> chocolate. It smells like strawberry crunch. Look, I got a new tank for it. Damn. It only cost me 30 bucks. Damn. I'm going to look up the lore of cows. There isn't any. Right here. 207. <laughs> 207. To the cows. But I smell like powdered hot chocolate right now. Like the Nesquik shit that you, you get in the big yellow tin that you scoop into boiling water and then it turns into a... Shut the fuck <clears throat> up! We're trying to record a goddamn podcast! So... I didn't read any of this. It's okay. Time. It's not super long because there's no lore to this <laughs> game. I found out after I had finished researching it. What is it? It's a bison, you <clears throat> fucking maroon. Actually, it's a large beast. Well, no, it's a bison that's considered a large beast. No, it doesn't say it's an ar... <clears throat> I can't pronounce it. That's why I said large beast. Tur let me say it. It's an auroch. That's what it's called. Yeah, it's an auroch. What what's means. the what's the one next to it? A cow. <laughs> no, it's not. Look at let me see it. It says cow right next to it. <clears throat> oh, it does. I don't know what the fuck it is. <clears throat> cow. cow. No. You're not my father. Yeah, I smell like the fucking. Shut the fuck up! I'm trying to record a goddamn podcast. Shut up! You still got crackers in your beard, dumbass. Why is your whole house yelling right now? Uh, because it normally yells at 6.30. We're not usually recording this late, Nick. No, Someone are. decided to take their sweet time. What are you doing? Someone had to pick What do you want us to read? This hat. This ass hat up. He's got a truck. He already agreed.